And I, yeah, I've been kind of making music forever, really, like back when I was a kid. And uh, back in my scene kid days, I would like go central back. You were a scene kid? Yeah, well, I mean, I was a scene kid adjacent. Oh, like, I, I like, um, like I hung out with scene kids. Uh, but I mean, I think that's funny because a lot, like a lot of the Dublin scene of just musicians and artists mm. used to hang, used to like hang out at the bank. Like, you know, um, I'm talking Hair Squad used to hang out at the bank. I'm talking Jafaris used to hang out at the bank. You'd yeah. be surprised by the people who rubbed shoulders with seeing kids back in the day. And uh, do you know what? They're Dan Breed now. You, you just don't see them anymore. I feel like it's a uh, loss up of that culture. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I mean, they're all doing drill now whenever the kids are into these days. It's not the same. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to another episode of Finterviews. I'm your host, Connor Finn, and this is a show where I get to chat to the most interesting people I know. On the show this week, I was thrilled to welcome on the brilliant... Max Zanga, who you may know from his band Tebby Rex. We chatted to Max all about his journey forming Tebby Rex in college, the cultural effect of the naughties seen in emo kids, Marvelous Miss Mabel, guarding giant foxes at Latch Picnic, and I even got a live music class live on podcast. All of this ahead of Tebby Rex's latest album, It's Gonna Be Okay. Oh, Max was one hell of a guest to have on the interview. He is just so articulate and so passionate about his music and uh, about seeing kids, apparently, and their cultural fact. (laughs) But you'll hear it all in this brilliant episode. So without further ado, please enjoy my latest episode of Interviews with the wonderful Max Zanga. Well, welcome back to another episode of Interviews. On the show this week, I'm delighted to welcome on the wonderful Max Zanga, how's it going, Max? Hello, hello. I almost waved, I realised it's the podcast. <laughs> no, keep waving. Yeah, you know what? We'll actually keep, like, everything, you know, just visual kind of jokes. Like, that way they'll, like, have to go see, like, a YouTube version or something. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully, man, hopefully. And you, do you get much pickup on the YouTube side of things? You find people are like... Oh, fuck all. Yeah, but I mean... I, I, at least, at least to get to see like some shitty webcam footage like, if ever do mm. coaching on it. Like, oh god! But I can't believe I'm sleeping my own podcast on my podcast. Uh, and it's uh, COVID, man. It's COVID. It's COVID. Exactly. Here, how's it going? Anyways, how's the forum? Uh, you're just back there from um, you're back touring again. What's happening? How's it been? Uh, back on the road. Um. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't. I... I think on back on the road, I think, you know, makes it sound like I've been on the road many a time. But not really. This is actually my kind of first time doing this. And I was only playing, once again, there's only three shows. I was not doing like a, you know, a European or world tour or nothing. But it's very tiring, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the kind of thing that, because I'm always so focused on how things make money. I'm always so curious about like the financial situations and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know how people... If you're like a smaller artist, you make a good amount of money touring because it all mm. just seems really expensive. And I have like not if, not expensive taste, but I want to stay in like relatively nice places, you know. So <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be slumming it really. Like if you're performing no. a gig and then having to go back to like a hostel, you'll be like, oh, it's a bit of a knockdown. Like. <laughs> and then you got other people in the room, and like if you have expensive equipment, it's a whole fucking thing. So that was cool. We went and did that with no intention of making money. We were just bored because, you know, Ireland's still in the situation that's in mm. at the time. So I'm like, oh, let's get some live shows in. So it was great. Um, definitely got to bring some merch for something to sell next time. But, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, fair enough. Like, I mean, that's it. Like, even having like to be out, be like, fuck it, lads, here, let's go do a couple of dates. Like, I mean, <laughs> spices things up a wee bit, like, as you said. Uh, yeah, man, the vibes here in Dublin was just, ah, you know, man, we're both North Side babies, you get it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but I suppose, um, actually, for the rare occasion that somebody is actually listening to this, Max, that, like, doesn't know, like, about yourself or what we're talking about. Like, maybe tell us a wee bit, like, you know, your background, where you're from. I suppose what you're known for, like, I mean, Tebby Rags, like, mm. I mean, geez, if you haven't heard of yourselves in the last couple of years, like, I I don't know, like, I mean, maybe give us a bit of background to all of that and yourself and, yeah, <laughs> that's the most open-ended question. Yeah, Tell me about sure, yourself. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, look, like, I really am into, like, walks in the park and I love sunsets. Mm, it's really yeah. into that. I don't know, but obviously, like, Tebby Rags is a, a interracial hip-hop duo from Kildare. Um, I was found in Kildare with me and the other guy, Matt. We both went to Maynooth. Um, and yeah, we just kind of make hip-hop music, some pop music, doing some indie stuff now. Mm. And we've just kind of been in the scene for a minute, a while now. Like, we're fucking old at this stage. I'm, I'm young still. I'm a young I'm a young boy still. But I've been doing shit for a while. I'm like, I have four or five-ish years now or some shit. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's the kind of backstory. I mean, that's all that's like, important really because i feel yeah. like when you're telling people the story of you and your music or whatever there's always more important pressing stuff more important interesting or like current mm. up-to-date news mm. so i think look you just give them the generic stuff that lasts for all time and that's it that's all you really need to know nothing else is important you know? yeah, yeah and i suppose you were mentioned there like i'll say use Matt Maynooth and stuff like this like yeah. was that like when you first kind of got into music or like was it kind of always something that like you know you gravitated towards it was like part of your life like or um I, yeah, I've been kind of making music forever really like back when I was a kid and uh, back in my scene kid days I was like go central Bank you were a scene me. kid yeah well I mean I was a scene kid Jason. Oh, like, I, I like um like I hung out with scene kids uh, but I mean I think that's funny because a lot like a lot of the Dublin scene of just musicians and artists mm. used to hang used to like hang out at the bank like you know um, I'm talking hair squad used to hang out at the bank I'm talking Jafaris used to hang out at the bank you'd yeah. be surprised by the people who rubbed shoulders with scene kids back in the day because um, <laughs> it was what- hopping that was like a spot now he's not there anymore but that was a, you know, that was a real cultural spot <laughs> see we didn't have like scene kids like up or like same from our man like i mean so very small town um but what we did have for i don't know why and some reason kind of like it's always similarity but like we just a big influx of like emo kind of era but like i feel like seeing emo they kind of were run along the same kind of lines to my understanding it was once a month during a Twitter meetup, the, all the scene kids in the country would all migrate down to Dublin. So mm. it was like you could like you could be seen in Dublin, mm. you know. Like in the same way you can be like a Liverpool fan in uh Kerry, but to be a Liverpool fan, you gotta live in the UK and go to the matches. Yeah. If you're not in the big leagues, you're just a Liverpool fan and you know, title alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Practice. See, we, we had um all the emails we used to meet out. Uh, outside uh, City Hall in Belfast. Um, uh, that and uh, do you know what? They're Dan Breed now. You, you just don't see him anymore. I feel like it's a uh, loss up of that culture. Jesus Christ! 
No, I mean, they're all doing drill now whenever the kids are into these days. It's not the same. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I mean, gone forgotten. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, I have no idea how we actually got down that road to talk about seeing kids or whatever like that. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're saying, I think I was asking you just kind of about like whatever you started. You said you've always kind of been making music since you were young. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. Um, I think that kind of era uh, growing up where you had like the whole jerk movement, which is mm. a very like niche hip hop thing. Mm. And yeah, I've always, I was like in a jerk crew and we were making music duh, 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 and all this kind of, all that kind of crap and carry on. But um, yeah, I've always been interested in music. I think it's maybe taking a more, uh, you know, obviously serious turn when I made a uh, form Teddy Rex and started doing the college stuff for sure. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I've always been interested. Is I'm not one of those protégés who like started a month ago has a Grammy. I'm not. I'm not that. I was bad for many years. Not in a humble kind of way. Just in a very <laughs> honest kind of way. Like legitimately bad. <laughs> yeah, I love that you're just being like I was ju- just absolutely awful. Yeah, really. <laughs> I mean, I don't think there's any shame in that as well because um, I think natural talent is amazing and it makes life easy. I just mm. lack, which is fine. You know, you have to fill in the gaps your own way and figure out your own way and make it work uh, your own way yeah yeah but i suppose that's it anyways like and i suppose with like what has like been known as like the kind of like type of rex sound and all like this like it's interesting i suppose seeing where like your kind of like background has came into it and like how obviously it's moved around because i remember when like i first heard you know like i never got off this bus like are like jesus christ like i remember being like who are these guys like what is this like i suppose especially with like whatever find out that you're like an Irish kind of like group as well as they're like holy shit like I feel in the last couple of years especially I've just kind of been like honing in being like the mount kind of like new rising talent or like stuff like that's really taken off everywhere else like but um I suppose like was there is there any kind of like inspiration like suppose between like whenever you do kind of go in to be like right we're gonna make a track or is it something like completely organic that's like here man i've just kind of been like playing around with some ideas like <laughs> uh, no i think look I, I think we've done the plant stuff before we if you go like because i obviously you go with an organized concept and maybe what you want but mm-hmm. that's always once the writing process is, has already started and you've yeah. already felt something i think if you go in and we have done this where it's like oh i would like to make a men out trash too Okay, what's the interesting hook? Okay, how do we make this? And then it just doesn't work. Those songs end up uh, not making projects, or if they do make projects, not being uh, highlights on them. Mm. So, I mean, we it's whatever, really. I think you pull off an idea, off a word, off a mm. beat, off a sound, and then see where that takes you. Like, I'm trying to think of this new project, the same thing that was really good. Oh, I was watching, for example, I was watching a lot of them. I was watching Love the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is Amazon Prime show. Have you seen it yet? <laughs> no, no. I, I feel like everybody's told me about this show and I've still just oh, been like, ah. oh man, yeah, I'll catch it. Catch it with like, I feel like I, I, if, if a show isn't like, if I don't see it whenever it's like yeah. right starting off and real big buzz about it, I'm mm. just not going to go to it. Like, and, and that's how we don't get fucking multiple seasons of shit though. Because people <laughs> want to, you know, they want the big buzz. Like it's on Prime and it's the same one that made Gilmore go. But anyways, uh, 
well about the show, but the main context is it's about this one trying to be a comedian in like 1950s, 60s. She's a woman, you know, all that kind of stuff. And and it does it does such a great, it really replicates like a white comedy should be considered as an art form. It really kind of gives a good exploration of this topic and what it means like working jokes and being a comedy show and all this kind of stuff yeah so we wanted to make a song on an album called fair last of which we wanted to feel like you were in a comedy club and uh, like a jazz comedy club yeah. so very we like we mix the song first and then for example we mix the song it's not mixing like this is too clean of a mix it's not live it needs to feel like it's a live song yeah. so we like made the mix a little bit worse and we have jokes in the song like to punctuate the raps yeah. and What's interesting now is every time we perform the song, we're supposed to do the joke. The joke changes each performance live. So it's, this thing of, <laughs> it's a constantly evolving song from when you heard it last. Yeah. But that's because I was fucking at home for ages watching this show. I like I started it during lockdown one, watched the three seasons of it. Um, and I watched it again during lockdown three. I, I, it's like one of my favorite shows of all time. So it's that's what I mean. It's really whatever it's really really whatever <laughs> i mean i'm not gonna lie that i wasn't expecting like yeah like man like you know what's the inspiration behind yourself have you ever seen marvelous miss me <laughs> yeah <laughs> for some reason that that, that was, it was initially where my thought process was going with me like do you know what i mean like dead man too you know like oh, yeah man, i mean like dead man too as well uh that's funny yeah I think it's all random really i think a lot of rap- i think a lot of rappers really talk about um personal experience and mm. stuff that they like you know they dealt with uh all this kind of stuff mm. and, and like we try to obviously with this i think the new stuff get more personal for sure mm. but also to put a twist on things because if mm. you can make a song you can make a world um and you're consuming so much media and so much inspiration why not make a twist on it, you know? Um, even if it's your same flip of bullshit, I think Marvel do that a lot, right? They're like, oh, um, this is a Marvel film, but it's like a spy thriller. Yeah. Oh, this is a Marvel film, but it's like a horror movie. It's like, like for example, like, Demi, I was like, oh, what if you made a song? What if you like, made something that could a bit like a funeral procession, but it was lit. It was like, terrible and horrible it's a funeral and you're sad that someone's died and that this person's life is coming to an end but you also celebrate their existence so it sounds lit it feels lit um and then we have like a song coming out dead man one which is we did the exact opposite we wanted to make something that felt like someone trying their hardest to be positive as everything falls around falls apart around them mm. so it sounds super fun it sounds super poppy it's like real like a summer bop and every lyric is just like drenched in like melancholy. It's miserable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because I could I could make a song talking about those feelings and those songs would have been good and they'll probably be more successful than the shit we come out with with these two. But I don't, I don't fucking know, man. Like you got you got you got to be doing this to do what you want, if nothing else. Because otherwise, I should sign to a label and just do what they tell me to do and be really rich and you know well off, but you know, not creative control. You know so. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Like, <laughs> I've I've never felt like <laughs> more like bland. <laughs> like, sorry. Mate, what age are you again? Like, oh, I'm 24. What age are you? 
I'm 23. Sorry, the way that you're oh. like discussing about like, yeah, like, do you know what I mean? Like the mix of melancholy with like, you know, adjacent to something. Like, I used, <laughs> sorry, I used to like, I used to study music. Like, and I was like, I feel like such a dick. <laughs> like, I never wrote songs. I could never do that. I would have been playing chat and stuff like as well. But like, I said, she'd be like, I feel like this man has like experienced some stuff. I was just like sitting back going like, yeah, yeah, no, like I, I totally get that creative process. <laughs> no, that's 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 because you're like I think the simple answer is um I think no the the answer to that is just simple. It's just you're not a fucking wanker. Like that's it. Like I did I did a fucking uh, English degree, so a lot of time you like I think like music theory is probably understanding. Like it's like yeah. spent a lot of times yeah. understanding. Um, how something works. Yeah. And I think English is like understanding how to describe how something works. Yeah. I think that's the main difference, man. But um, yeah, I think everyone has that one thing that they know uh, they, they can be basically a fucking wanker about and they can talk like <laughs> a wanker about. You know, everyone has that one thing where that's it because you really got to be like, oh, why? Like someone could be like, oh yeah, this painting is just a blue fucking canvas. Let me give you a fucking hour <laughs> yeah. on why it's so important that it's, it's this shade of blue, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I don't know. Art's weird, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, suppose, I mean, I mean, it's, 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 it's work credit too. Yeah. I, I was just like feeling myself be like, oh God, I, I really wasn't prepared. <laughs> mm. I was like, yeah, like I, I really like the beat. <laughs> I mean, look, but look, we, we, we can take it. We can take it where you want. You know what's funny? You know what's gas? I do. Um, I, I teach music workshop classes to kids a lot yeah, of time. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you want, we can do a class now. We can like explore that. We can like. Oh, I, I mean, God, yes, yeah, send off. I like music class. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, why do you like the beat? Why do I like the beat? Yeah. Uh, usually, um, like. Like for like, I never got off the bus. Like, because mm. it makes you want to dance. Like, okay. So you like you like the beat because it kind of makes you want to dance. What about the beat makes you want to dance? Like, give me the breakdown. Like, of how it's like structured and sound. And so like the tempo of it kind of like mm. gets you kind of a bit grooving into it. Like it makes you kind of want to be like a wee bop in your room. So whenever I'm listening to music, usually on the radio or something like that. So whenever you hear something that kind of gets you going, like kind of gets you moving about, that's catch my eight. That catches my ear. And what part do you feel like it's the most dancey for you? Would you say it's a chorus or actually the verse? Like, what to use the most kind of dancey part? Like, usually the chorus, I suppose, would be like, that'd be like the main kind of go to. Like, do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, I, I love to say the verse, but like, I, I do not remember the lyrics to any song ever. Uh. <laughs> ah, but, look, but look, that's, that's, I think that's so key, right? So you're saying that for you, um, while lyrics may be important, the key thing is that kind of rhythm. Yeah, you love a, you love yeah. a fast tempo. You like a build. You like a drop. You know. What I'm yeah, saying? yeah. It's the it's the child musician in me. See, mm. all I all I work off is like there's a bit of a beat, and then there's some you know tunes that go along beside it, and then it's like, oh yeah, remember these lyrics? I got absolutely not. I wasn't listening. <laughs> like, mm. but look, I, but look, I think that's like that's it. I think you like you're like kind of saying that it responds to and reminds you of trap music, but that's elements of trap music you like, and yeah. you find that akin in maybe that song. So you like pop or hip-hop songs that mm. kind of carry that tradition on you know mm. i think there is something there about um well what i find interesting about child as well and correct me if i'm wrong there it like it doesn't so much like build as much as it seems to be a little bit more consistently up there 
Yeah, yeah. Like, depending on what kind of tune. Like, yeah, there'll, it'll just be kind of... Like, it's weird. It kind of sounds like from the outside, that's just consistent. Mm. Like, or it'll change whatever like this. But it's a bit like jazz mm. where every person, because it, like, is kind of old, it changes mm. from each person playing it. Or some mm. people put in, like, variations, like, ornamentations, that kind of way. So that's what kind of keeps it a little bit like being like, geez, that went weird. Uh, yeah, I'm... But look, that's free-forming music. So I think a lot of times when you talk about songs, it drops. Like, you're talking about, it starts off very small, yeah. crescendos and builds. Yeah. I think I never got the bus interesting because it starts off straight away from that first kick drum down. Boom, boom, already mm-hmm. there. So when mm-hmm. it does eventually go there, you've been mm-hmm. kind of lit the whole time there. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, because even, like, my friend's really into, like, what's he, what's he called? He calls it old time, which is, like, not trad. He does play with trad motherfuckers, but it's yeah, like basically yeah. like American trad. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, oh, like bluegrass kind of stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> and yeah, it kind of it is. I kind of think of like even though a crescendo today, yeah. it never really starts. At the, yeah, yeah, I yeah. noticed anyways. But yeah, look, I mean that that's that's a that's an that's an art artistic discussion there's a bit of music class of people listening there you know yeah jesus there. christ i mean there we go nick got that for free jesus christ my god Easy, man. <laughs> you know like uh pop music rap music and trad man but uh, look <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you got to draw back somewhere. I feel like I've taken, you know, <laughs> got a proper little lesson. I'd be like, man, why'd you enjoy that? And be like, no, no, I kind of get why. <laughs> but I suppose, like, I mean, obviously, this is all, you know, music's always been part of your life and it's kind of yeah. been part of your, like, I mean, you can tell how you talk about it. Like, it's so integral to, like, how you view things and, like, how you get, like, inspired by different things and stuff as well. Like, but I suppose, like, before this kind of life, I suppose, professionally, is as like a music artist like in this like kind of world like that is you know producing like records and you know coming out with these things like you know songs hits you know going performing like I'm kind of interested in like kind of character building jobs sometimes that like I feel like inform the kind of person that you are today I don't know if you've had many kind of like jobs well I call these character building because it's it's basically like the ones that are shite but like you kind of have to do them to humanize yourself a little bit I don't know if you've had many like interesting jobs that maybe have fed into what is (laughs) what is Max Sanga today I've uh made uh, a very purposeful decision to always try to work smart as opposed to hard um okay I'm interested where you're gonna go with this no because like (laughs) For example, like I've never, I'm very proud of this. I've never worked retail a day in my life. I feel oh, like sir. a young person. Go um, <laughs> you dodged a fucking bullet. <laughs> no, and the thing is, because I was like, if I'm going to do some, so I, for example, I've had like a couple interesting jobs, a um, couple like semi customer facing this kind of, kind of hotel thing, but like mm. m- mostly like I've um, gotten jobs and gotten positions by like knowing people and like mm. having a friend. So I have like a very wide, uh, at least I do have a very wide social net. It's a yeah. bit smaller when you leave college. So like I worked as a kind of security steward, security guard slash steward, for, like almost two years. Um, and I think that was uh, that was that was probably like my most draining uh, job. But that was like super. It was super. Um, you got called the week of a week before, but mm. you know, what, what was up next week or what's going on like a month? What do you want to do? So it's very much pick and choose. So mm. I worked based on how much money I needed, but I've had, yeah, that was probably like, cause I, I'm too anxious, to like stand in one place, but for, you ever go to EP, for example, you ever go to, no, picnic? I never got to electric picnic wow. ever. I know. Wow. Don't wow. give it. <laughs> wow. 
believe me, believe me. I know how embarrassing that is to say. <laughs> you, you've been to festivals, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like well, I mean, festivals. Like okay, like C sessions. Like and then there is like, yeah, which I, I isn't really as big. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Come on, right? Yeah. So I haven't been to that many festivals. You've you been to C sessions. That's it. No, like, then there's other ones. Like, never proper camping out once. Like, Belsonic, there's Tens Vital. Like, been to loads of concert, but never proper festivals. Yeah, oh, wow. I know. Okay. And 23, I know. This is a sad moment. Well, I life. mean, listen, if I didn't see it for two years, it wasn't a fucking option. So, really, yeah. it's only one in festival year. So, I mean, yeah, basically, yeah. I'll just, um, yeah, I'll keep clocking it back, yeah. <laughs> so, I would say, if you've ever been to EP, there's this thing in EP. I don't know if it's there anymore, but there's, uh, there's these two huge huge foxes made out of sticks i'm right. talking like bigger than like a house or right. maybe as tall as a house like a real cool art piece yeah and um for my first year ever going to ep i was uh 18 i was 18 working on it. Hmm. and it said um my job for that weekend uh, was to guard these two massive art pieces and make sure no one um climbs it pisses on it or has sex up against it oh um, okay that was like your <laughs> the main criteria <laughs> but it, some of the days it was like all right um stand by these foxes for 14 hours bye yeah i just stood there i was that's how i if you're security at a festival you also have people come up to you have all sorts like you have like mm. an interesting time and you really get a feel of people and that kind of stuff but <laughs> i guess that's like my most character building job probably, <laughs> probably yeah <laughs> yeah. and I'm, I'm sure yeah stopping people from humping up against the big one uh, box you know that that probably gives a good bit of material yeah to be like yeah. guys I, I think i a good idea for like a song <laughs> i think it's opposition behavior people want to have sex up against it doesn't have sex up against it i don't want to be stopping no person i support their right to do so but, but the, <laughs> the role is the role i gotta do what i gotta do unfortunately man um <laughs> but i no, i don't know i think and maybe like that's why most of the Teddy Ray shit is so upbeat because I haven't worked retail, so I'm not fucking miserable. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, who knows? I will say I never had to work retail, but um, service industry, yeah, like catering and stuff. No, that yeah, <laughs> did that for a couple of years. Get me through like like whenever I finished off secondary school, started to college, and like as soon as I had like a night, I was like, no, like my last day, I literally remember woman coming in like two children in hand and uh i was like sorry like just uh it's gonna take a wee while like don't have any tables ready and she literally just turned around she's like you can go shove a table up your ass and i was like yeah this is about the right time to leave i was like yeah i i feel like when whenever you start to get a little bit like <laughs> resentment towards strangers then you should be like this is probably is the right <laughs> mental <laughs> mental capacity i should be in this young i have a problem i have beef with you service industry people uh, <laughs> oh I wow beef. i have beef but no but hear me out though because like basically uh my housemate i guess my former housemate now sarah she recently moved to london and she's telling me about her new job and how much she makes on tips mm. and she's like hey i mean you know like you know i made like 100 euro a night on tips and this is kind of a nice enough area like right uh, so like like let's say like on a friday or saturday she might make okay. 100 euro on tips i'm like how much do you make on average on tips and she's like well it depends on the place but she's like certain like if you work service in certain restaurants, mm. you're talking like maybe hundred euro a night on tips, maybe mm. more. If you're working in a nice enough area, mm. and I was doing the math, I'm like, how much do you make on your wages? 
Mm. It worked out, like, if you worked in the right restaurant, you'd be making, like, including tips, it was, like, 45, maybe 50K. And I was, like, man, I heard this industry was fucking God. I mean, look, (laughs) then it's, like, you got to deal with bullshit, obviously. If you're getting bullshit for minimum wage, I think that's fucking terrible. If you're getting, like, dealing with bullshit for, like, 50K, I'm, like, I mean, it's, uh, I mean you, you could be doing other bullshit for him to get. Like, there, there's a lot. You could be de- dealing with a no, lot. That's a problem. Not for you, a lot less, like, as well. You couldn't just casually be dealing with a bullshit for 50K. You'd be dealing with a bullshit for, like, 30. So I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> which, I mean, look, it, it sucks that it's, like, on the kind of whimsy of, uh, mm. you know, patrons or whatever. But, damn, that doesn't sound... <laughs> sounds kind of good. Were you making tips? Were you making tip money? Uh, well... <laughs> This was part time when in Armagh, like this, the, the, like t- tiny, tiny little culture town. Uh, yeah, so there definitely wasn't anything like a hundred quid, like it'd be maybe like a, you'd bank all your tips, like with all the rest of stuff, because because mm. they're class like that. And mm. the next thing, kitchen, like the owner and stuff would take some, and then you'd be like, interesting. So no, um, mine was at uh, below minimum wage and uh, shit, mm. shit tips. Uh, so. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, whenever you're saying about like people doing well off, I'm being like fucking fair play. I have no idea how I did. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like, look, no one should be, like, no kitchen staff should be getting cut in on tips. I'm sorry, like, you know, all respect <laughs> to them. You're not customer facing, but I mean, I would, I like the idea of it being pulled together, especially as a fellow, because like you're not getting tipped as well as like women, or mm. um, at least uh. uh people at least you know you know what i'm saying like appear yeah female. so it's like because <laughs> yeah. men are men are creeps so they're probably paying better um but yeah i think that's why i always try to tip in cash when i'm never doing the tip thing i'm like i'll be like i always i'm like hey straight up uh, well if your main kind of concern with uh service <laughs> service industry workers was that uh, they can actually like make good money off that i feel like that's not too bad of like a main concern <laughs> no like, right, though, not even a concern it's not smoke like you're saying but yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like but yeah i get what you mean it's been like if you know you're being like oh this shit shit's you know this job is like gone shite and it's been like well if it pays out well is it is it that bad <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you still be asked, but I mean, sometimes money, man, money is nuts. Yeah, not, yeah. money is nothing, anyways. Yeah. Sorry, well, I suppose. I mean, from <laughs> I suppose there's a bit of character building in, uh, you know, not having to have been, yeah, completely uh, squandered uh, doing some, you know, <laughs> d- desperate jobs. And uh, I mean, if uh, some of like the most heartbreaking some ones had been like, you know stopping people from shagging on like you know a bit of an mm. art piece that that's not that's not the worst <laughs> situation to come out of but i suppose like i mean now like in this kind of you know as a musician in this kind of artist music industry world like i suppose coming out from that like have there been any major standout moments that like working you know creating music constantly like have there been any moments like working in this industry that you like have happened that you never imagined could have happened uh, I mean, look, I've always wanted to uh, do the Late Late Show. I think that was definitely a high point for me. Just yeah. Feeling like, you know, national television uh, performing music is, uh, was like a goal. I think, that, I think, every, and this may be the shitty thing about doing this, right, is that everything uh, seems super impossible and super far away. Yeah. And then when things start to kind of happen, if you don't take a beat, 
it might not that it'll feel normal, but I think the gravity of stuff doesn't hit you sometimes until after the fact, which is yeah, I think a real shame. Cause <laughs> I'll look at videos from like past EP performances, I'll be like, wow, that's like a lot of people. That's like a I was like a like that tent is full. That's yeah. I just like that. I think I definitely knew it was important at the time. Um, but yeah, looking back at it, I'm like, wow. And like we've like met like Post Malone and crazy shit like that. So it's it's um, <laughs> I think it's something that yeah, there's so many of those. I think it's the, the main thing is to constantly keep pinching yourself. And, uh, yeah. Is there is there any that like would be like standard like performance or like standard like meeting someone that you've kind of went like oh yeah, literally pinch me moment. I would say doing a little Big Ten EP um, was probably, for me anyways, because I think the headline show is cool. The headline show, yeah. you get like 300, 400, 500, and you have that many people supporting you in a room. is amazing, obviously, because that's like such a, you know, such mm-hmm. a, a cool thing. But I think with festivals, it's a little interesting because you really might, like, I mean, our EP set, for example, well, it must have been like, Five thousand people there, ten thousand. Jesus Christ! <laughs> like I, you know, you know internally, you can never pull like a like a headline show. Like we couldn't pull five thousand, ten thousand people. Yeah, show. but I think just because of festivals and people, I people just legit listening, hearing something, be like, "Fuck, I'll come to this." And um, and that's it's really insane to look at and be like, "That's so many people. That's everything." <laughs> Um, so I think that was definitely a standout for me anyway yeah yeah I mean that's pretty full circle come on now I mean from like they're like yeah I used to like work over there like yeah just garden that like you know art pieces like dive on stage (laughs) Mm. I I remember I was I was the the year I I worked security for it what's funny is I ran into I was working security I was like you know hanging out I was kind of shit I saw um, your man Lilo Blues from Hairspray uh and he's like, oh, what are you doing here? I'm like, I'm working, man. What are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm playing. And I'm like, oh, that's cool, I guess, you know? Because um, <laughs> we, we would have been, uh, in terms of full circle, we would have been, like, seeing kids at the all time hanging out together at the bank. Yeah. And uh, he's like, you should be playing here, man. You shouldn't be working here. You should be playing yeah. here. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely should. And then next year I played. Mind you, it was not that tent. It took me, yeah. like, three tries at EP to get the little big tent, the big one. But um, so the next year I was playing, I was playing like the uh, Ox Jam stage, which was much yeah. smaller, but playing nonetheless, man. Yeah, Jesus. I suppose like from the flip turn of that, like, it's, like, because it sounds like you've had like a pretty good experience so far with kind of like, you know, you're working with people that like, or, you know, you're meeting people like from that kind of like the teen kids days and like being able to like, perform in like amazing stages and stuff like this like have there been any like major like horror stories kind of like from working in like an industry that I imagine is on one side really great community and especially in the kind of Irish music scene but like on the other side like can come with just so many fucking knockbacks and so many like just shite you know deals happening here and there I mean I think it's all it's all horror stories you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, that's, and that's not in, in like a I'm a, I'm a particularly negative person yeah but yeah the reality of it is like yeah it's all fucking it's all it's all that like, I think yeah because like, nothing 
uh, equivalent exchange, man. Like, you know, uh, you have, you can't make, you can't have these great moments and mm. have, and like, not that they happen easily, but mm. it's, it's like when you have momentum, it's less work for it. Mm. It's, it's like, it's, um, it's almost like, I think the best example is you take all these, you take all these exams to be like a fucking, let's say a barrister, right? Or a solicitor. Yeah. It's all your exams, all this work. Da, da, da. And then you're like, to be a barrister, you're like, you know, you're studying in second, uh, third college for years. Da, da, da. Yeah. And you start off and you're like, it costs so much money and time. But once you pass the line and finally become a, like a fully qualified barrister with clients, it's yeah. just easy. It's easy money. It's like, oh, you wanted to speak to me for an hour. That's 300 euro. It's, it yeah. becomes a very easy process. So you have to like, music is like that where you break your back doing all this stuff for free, spending money, spending a fortune like mm. no income from it to get stuff going to like pay for pure like paying for pure and you're not making money off music feels insane it's like i'm paying 500 euro for this thing that right now is a hobby um and then yeah. you, you make it to a certain level and it becomes easy in the sense of it's more accessible it's not the same kind yeah. of backbreaking work hours you have management you have a booking agent and you have mm. a publisher and a da 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 but there's also everything that comes with it in terms of being seen. Like, I mean, I remember we did uh, the late, late and Brezzy of all people, because we're doing it with the blizzards at the time, gave some really mm. good advice. He said, no matter what you do, um, you know, don't go on Twitter after this. It doesn't, it's like, no matter, it doesn't matter how you do it. I just said, don't go on Twitter after this. Um, and yeah, I mean, like you do, you, like you go on TV to rap some songs about um, feeling down and like mm. mental health. And then there's people, you know, calling you the N-word, telling you kill yourself. It's like, thanks. Jesus. Thanks, bro, you know? But, <laughs> Sick. But, thanks, guys. That, I mean, that's real cool. That's real, uh, that's real fine, I guess. But yeah. that's it. That, that's what it is, man. That's what it is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, horror stories, you know, a ton. Um, it's what it is, man. Uh, good and the bad. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> I know, because, like, also, if you look from the outside, everybody's always been like, oh, do you know what I mean? Like, that's like, you know, somebody's performing or, you know, their big songs, you know, mm. turn around and stuff like this. Like, it's, I suppose, it's always kind of humanizing to bring it back to being like, there's always going to be some wankers that are going to kind of like make it harder for you or like kind of like fuck it up a wee bit. But then, I suppose, as you said, like, you kind of like, it levels out though, because then the good stuff you see is really good because there's like, all the other shit that you've went through to kind of get to that and then you do like the oh damn okay like you know <laughs> that, that wasn't the worst thing in the world yeah come on <laughs> yeah if it, if it, all it is is really like twitter's on wankers on twitter like do you know what i mean <laughs> no i mean it's a uh, it's just i think it, it, it's so stupid to be like oh it's what comes with being in the public eye because obviously yeah. you know you're fucking nobody but yeah i think it's what comes it, it, it's like what comes to being in the public peripheral vision how about that it's like you ever really need to be in there in there um because mm. but the bigger you get the more of this you get even if you're not really you know like i think mm. Denise Chyla has gone through so fucking much um yeah. this this last year and she really hasn't done anything wrong <laughs> but <laughs> um so of course, you, you could say to her, hey, man, it's amazing. What you do is amazing. You're having a great life. And, oh, everything's sweet for you, man. You're getting paid to do this and mm. this and that. But it's like, it might be like, hey, I cannot actually go on social media. I cannot go there. I cannot do this. I cannot do that. Mm. And people are weird. I might have to do with, like, a creepy producer. I might have to do with this and all this mm. kind of stuff. 
but I think it's like industries. I think it's anything with fucking power really can get um, very can go left very easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so fair. Like, and I suppose like I mean, moving on from that, like, where I mean, like from all the stuff that's kind of been like you're saying, like this last couple of years should have been like. I suppose I've seen it only in the last kind of couple, two, three years, yourselves getting like blown up. And like, obviously this has been mm. a thing that like you've been working towards. And like, as you said, they're like even going around doing a couple shows. You're like still being like, it doesn't really feel like anything kind of big to her, but like, like, I mean, you guys are really building momentum so much quickly. Like, like what does the kind of future kind of hold for yourself? Like, and um, like Tabby Rex, like, are there any big goals? Like, that you're looking to achieve yet that you don't like haven't done yet. You know, we have, I always try to give myself like three goals a year um, and three goals that seem achievable. Um, yeah. Uh, I think the first year we started, I said, I want to play EP. I'm like, I want to play EP, I want to play EP. Yeah. And, and, we, and we did do that and, and there's two others. Um, right now, I want to, I want to say this year, next year. Because I, I think COVID messed up a little bit. Um, but in terms of goals, I just kind of... Mm-hmm. I want to hit a million streams on a single song. Um, hmm. I want to play more international shows. Hmm. And I wanted to switch to do music full time, which is what I do now. So I think I'm like, I also want an agent. So I'm like two, I'm like two out of four. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, look, I think what's next, you just kind of do what you can when you can um and and see and see where the crack is like i'm not too i'm not too stressed about uh anything else really i think you're supposed to have fun with this when you can while you can so you will release this album and play shows gonna you know see what happens uh in terms of what's next that's up to people booking us i guess you know i ain't, I ain't got no all i can do is um make a project and sit my ass down like yeah yeah you got your you got your ducks in line yeah it's just to say how the how the kind of cater out for next week but it's it's out of my hands it's out of my hands to some extent um yeah oh god well i mean i suppose that's the only way that you can really work around it man like but i was wondering just before i kind of wrap it up because i've noticed that between the Wi-Fi cut night and me chatting shit about trad and like seeing kids and stuff for a while, I've probably had you on this way longer than I expected. Uh, you're probably being like, give me fucking, let me have my dinner. Uh, no, but I'm sure wondering... I'm having a good conversation, man. <laughs> but morning, just before we kind of like wrap up anyways, just because uh, uh, I have to go do shopping as well. But um, <laughs> I've uh, been t- taking down some kind of words and stuff here, like just kind of throughout the interview. And uh, I was wondering if you do like a bit of a word association game with me. Sure, sure, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, like, some of them are words or phrases, but, like, basically, we're just going to go for it. And whatever the first, you know, thing comes to mind, d- don't think about it. Just mm. go with whatever, go with whatever comes to mind, okay? Mm. Are you ready? Let's go. Let's hit it. <laughs> okay. First off is Marvelous Miss Mabel. Best TV show of all time. Electric Picnic. Big Crack. Scene Kids. Essential. <laughs> Le- 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 uh, cocaine. <laughs> A million streams. Nice. <laughs> Twitter. Uh, so complicated. Complex. I'll say complex. Complex. Uh, complex. <laughs> sure. I'm finishing off. Uh, Finterviews. 
podcast I've been on. Huh? I mean, you said it, not me. I mean, mm. there, there, it's record there. Like, I mean, there was, there wasn't even a prompt for that. Honestly, mm. God. No, podcast, <laughs> podcasts are better. Podcasts are absolutely better because you don't get time to bullshit on a regular interview. Like, we wouldn't be able to talk about seeing kids and talk about it. Would have been very. I think interviews can be very functional. And mm. um, I think podcasts, by their nature, are supposed to feel like conversations. Yeah. Um, as opposed to like a back and direct back and forth. So I think po- yeah. podcasts, podcasts are better. That's why I, that's why I did this. I think if we, if we do interviews and mostly you'll find that if someone asks for an interview, if you look at like the small print or whatever, it will be map of Tebiox. I just kind of don't do them because it's just, it's the same questions. It's the same kind of stuff. And, but mm. if it's a podcast, something more long form, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm free. I'll do that. I'll do that. Cause I find those interesting and enjoyable. But if it's like an interview of like, how did you guys meet? What's your favorite color? Who are all your inspirations? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's fucking music to my ears. Usually I'm the one being like, like, w- w- will you have like time to spare? Like, like 45 minutes to an hour and people being like, can we do that in 20? And I'll be like, yeah, yeah, no, that's completely fine. I'll just like, we'll see whatever can happen through it. But yeah, at least you kind of get to, you know, have a bit more crack on this. And like, you kind of get to like explore things a bit more than just, I suppose, as you said, like the usual kind of just like, yeah, what's happening? Where are you going? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just a deeper, deeper conversation. Uh, exactly. Deeper, yeah. 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 Well, I'm delighted that you like enjoy it more than because <laughs> I'm always just being like, God, I'm just wasting this person's time. But I mean, Max, <sighs> I suppose like, I mean, <laughs> after all this, um, if people have kind of been listening, I suppose they have somehow only discovered you through Come Through Me. That it, and, like it's not happening at all. But like, mm-hmm. suppose where do they follow all the rest of your stuff? Where can they find out, you know, the next next gig, next everything mm-hmm. else? Like where's the best place to see is find just. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, look, follow us on Instagram at Tebby Rex Official. Uh, follow us on Twitter at uh, Tebby Rex. Um, yeah, that's basically it. That's the best way to stay update, uh, up to date in terms of what we're doing, where we're at, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I guess you can, like, um, yeah, that's it, really. I don't know. I mean, like, you can follow our, our management page, but then it's, like, really, that's, like, that's needlessly complex. You just follow every X page. You know, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Just follow. Just follow. Jeez, guys. Just make sorry. It easy yeah, for yeah. I don't know why it's um, it's real. It's real easy. Just follow some fucking social media, bro. I don't fucking know. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> it's whatever. It's whatever, <laughs> man. God. Just, okay, just stream your songs a million times, and it'll be cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I need a mill, man. I never got for the bus like twenty thousand off a of mill. So you guys could really like buckle down. Really yeah like yeah do you know what i mean focus. that is uh this is actually you know won the number one comedy co- uh, podcast in albania so uh um, oh, wow. it's actually yeah you, you just wait there'll be fucking the albanians be all over this shit you know i'll have a look at the analytics after this comes out and actually uh <laughs> actually yeah let you know man i'll let you, I'll let you know the vibes you'll be like Connor, what, what's, what's going on here what kind of audience you have no sir I mean, honestly um it has been a pleasure um after what has been one of the worst wi-fi connections <laughs> for us being probably the closest guests i've ever had it bees like that man it fucking bees like that but here it's been a pleasure regardless anyway i always kind of said when i start off to this podcast that like 
if I get anybody of it, like that I'm interested in on the show, I'd be laughing. So like mm. anytime that people actually get back to me that I'm like, shit, I really like their work. And they're like, yeah, let's chat about it. I'm always like, freak, that's like amazing. So no, Ozzy, thank you for taking um, our time on your Monday <laughs> Monday evening. Like mm. uh, to come chat to me. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Sweet, it's been bad to me. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no worries, man. Well, here, have a good one anyways. And best luck with everything in the future. All right, sir. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Finterviews. If you enjoyed this podcast or again any of the other episodes, please do remember to give us a like, share, subscribe, a comment, and a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening on. All that stuff is so helpful. I cannot stress it enough. <laughs> um, but as well, on top of that, if you'd like to keep up to date with everything Finterviews, you know the score by now. Give us a follow give us a wee give us a wee like do you know what I mean just uh just hop on social media there I'm on everything from Instagram to Facebook TikTok um to Twitter you can find me on Finterviews Finterviews Pod and Finterviews Podcast just type in online Finterviews and you'll find me all there on to next time thanks again for joining in and I'll chat to you later bye <laughs>